The comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. Good afternoon. It is my pleasure to be here with you today as your co-host of The View from a Pew. My co-host, Pastor Delmar Austin, is also here. And I think, uh, at least for me, I think the next two weeks are going to be some of the most important theology that we can learn. And it's about what happens when we die. And another way you've heard me ask this of guests, what happens between the time you die and you're with Jesus? I have learned, I mean, when I turned 50 years old, or 50 and before when I didn't have Jesus in my life, well, I'm going to go up and I'm going to run heaven because God really loves me. And my joke was I'm going to take over for St. Peter. And I asked God if I could kick people out. And he said, no, but you can start a slow line. <laughs> and I just had no idea. Grandma earned her wings. She was watching. It's not what the Bible teaches. And so for the next two weeks, we're going to discuss what the Bible says, not what uh, legend is or tradition or any of those other things. And I know I'm going to challenge you a little bit because I was incredibly challenged. There were some things I just couldn't grasp until I read them in the Bible. So for those of you online, you'll uh, get all these programs back to back. For those of you on your local radio station, we'll cover this at 4 o'clock in the afternoon on your local radio station for the next couple of weeks. So let me welcome my co-host, Delmar Austin. Pastor, how are you? Thank you. I am doing great this morning. It is a beautiful day, isn't it? It's a little cloudy here, but it is a uh, nice warm fall day, and and I love these kind of days before winter comes. Well, and I think by the time some of these shows air, we're going to have snow. Yes, I think you're probably right. Okay, so um, for those of you listening, uh, and listen, I'm okay with taking your emails, and you can disagree with me. I've already posted this online on Facebook, and it would be uh, right before you get to some, or right after you get to some of these shows I posted earlier. I want your input, because we're going to rattle what you think happens when you die. And like I said, it's all in the Bible. All right, let's start. Okay, well, let's remember what we talked about last week. We talked about ghosts. (laughs) What does the Bible say about ghosts? And uh, we looked at that term. Uh, It really, in the Bible, is referred to as spirits, not as ghosts. Ghosts is an old English word. Uh, Spirits that are referred to in the Bible are, for the most part, talking about angels and demons. Those are the spirits that the Bible focuses in on. We want to have a biblical mindset now in regards to death and what takes place at death. One of the first things I want you to think about as we enter into this, in the Bible story, where are the ghosts? (laughs) Where are departed spirits? 
where does the Bible talk about that? Because I think you'll find that there's not much uh, talked about in in reference to that. And secondly, what about resurrected people? What about people that are brought to life again? There is nothing in the Bible that talks about people that have come back to life that have some kind of afterlife experience, like, oh, I went to heaven and I saw everything there. No, it's not talked about in the Bible. So that's a little bit of a picture as to where we're going. Well, and as you know, I had a life experience in November, or I'm sorry, December of a couple years ago, where I had heart failure and I died on the table. You know this story. And I was out for seven or 27 seconds, according to the doctor. And I was aware of that 27 seconds. And I didn't see myself hovering. Right. I didn't see Grandma waving at me, standing next to Jesus. It's what I felt. I felt peace. And when they brought me back with the paddles, which I did not feel, which they say was kind of weird, I now live with this, this peace and this knowledge that I know where I'm going when I'm gone. Amen. And I Amen. couldn't do that before that day. I, I didn't feel we could be 100% sure that we have salvation. Well, maybe we can't alone. But God that day laid something on my heart. I was in the middle of repenting of some things. And he said, I heard him say in this tone, quit repenting. We've got things to do. And all of a sudden, I'm awake. It's time to go. Yeah. So, <laughs> Well, fortunately, Mac, you're still alive. Yeah, you didn't die on the table. Uh, he you, he you doesn't want have, me to. You may have technically, or even your heart and breathing may have stopped, but you weren't totally dead yet. There was still life within you, and fortunately, fortunately, you're still living this life. God may have spoken to you, but there are no. I I will back this up as we go, but there are no afterlife experiences, because what the Bible talks about when death takes place is a complete sleep. And why do you think that the, you have all these stories, there's a little boy in Omaha, Yes, right here, Uh, there's several pastors, I think there's a book called uh, 90 Seconds in Heaven or something like that, or 90 Minutes, these people they're not malicious liars. No, no, I don't think so. So where, where, where does this come from, what they see? Well, I'll give you a, a quick uh, answer, and, and we'll come back to some of this, too. Okay. But uh, my quick answer is a lot of times we dream, right? Yeah. We have lots of dreams. I dream almost every night. Uh, our dreams have to do with what we're thinking about during the daytime. Okay. Okay? Our mind's clicking about certain things. A lot of times we address that in dreams, even though dreams are very strange. What the mind is thinking about sometimes gets continually, gets processed after there is, um, let's say, a person like you that goes into some kind of of condition where you're not totally dead, but then you've been thinking of something and you create some kind of thing in your mind. I believe that's what happens when people have these uh, after what they call afterlife experiences yeah. is that they have created this in their mind, and this is what their expectations are. So no, no, 
you know, it comes out just the way that they were thinking yeah. that it would. And, and I don't want you to think any moment that I'm calling those people anything but what Delmar just said. It, it, whatever happened to them happened. But according to the Bible, that's not possible. According to the Bible, death is sleep, and that's that's what we want to try to share in the, in uh, these sections of uh, of studies that we're going to do together. All right. Well, I'll try to get out of your way here, but this is incredibly important to me. So I'm glad we're doing this show here on this topic for the next couple of weeks. Okay. Now, where I want to start today is dealing with ancient civilizations. Now, why don't we start right in the Bible? Well, we could, but I want you to think about it. When we go back to the ancient civilizations, we find a unanimous idea about departed spirits, about what happens at death. And almost any country, any culture that you go back to, you find this idea that when you die, you don't really die, that some part of you continues to live on. If you go back to Egypt, boys, a lot of their culture and a lot of their thinking was about the afterlife. That's why they built pyramids. That's why they, they went to such great lengths to mummify the bodies. Do you remember King Tut? King Tutankhamun. Yeah, I I went to that whole thing and I saw all these treasures that had been collected and put in King Tut's grave. It had to do with what they believed about the afterlife. If you look at Egypt, you'll see that they had big thinking in regards to that. You go back to many of the nations in Mesopotamia, like Babylon, they had this idea about the departed spirit continuing on and about what happened to him. In fact, one of the the great stories of the ancient world is the Gilgamesh epic, and it deals with this idea of the spirit world and what was going on. You go to China, you go back and and study the Mayan, uh, Mayan kingdom, the Aztecs, you look in the countries of Australia, Africa, Africa, Korea, India, you you look across these early civilizations and you will find that they had this idea of departed spirits. Now, one of the places in the world that you don't have this concept is within Judaism. Okay, yes, that's true. Why? Because Judaism has a different understanding, a biblical understanding about what happens when you die. Now, now, I just want to underline this. Their Bible, not ours, their Bible are, is what, the first five books of the previous Old Testament? Well, well, Judaism, uh, many uh, in Judaism believe in the whole Old Testament, all of their... All right, the whole Old Testament. Right. But there's no New Testament. No, no. Yeah, okay. Judaism is, is about what they believe uh, in regards to what God revealed, and, and most uh, Jewish believers accept the Old Testament. But let's look in Genesis chapter 2, verses 16 and 17. This is when God creates man. And here it is that God makes something very plain. As, as he's creating the whole earth, he's created all the, all the parts of the earth, he's created all the animal life, he's now created man and woman. What does he tell them right away, 
which is going to affect their destiny. All right, so this is Genesis 2, 16 and 17. Yes. All right. But the Lord God warned him, you may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden, except that tree, the tree I call the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you will surely die. You will surely die. The contrast here is between life and death. If they will listen to God, they will continue to have life. God has just created this world. That is what he intends for mankind, to have life. But if they sin, if they don't trust God, if they do what he's told them not to, then he tells them, you will surely die. And then when you start reading in the Old Testament about what death is like, and I'm not going to do a complete sample here, but if you look through the verses, you have a pretty clear picture that what is happening in death is unconsciousness. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 5 says, and, and you can look this one up, the dead know nothing, okay? That means there's no conscious thought that's going on. The dead know nothing. This is what is happening to human beings during the time of death. And remember, the same God that inspired the Old Testament is the one in the New Testament that says the wages of sin is what? Death. Death, exactly. Wages of sin is death. The contrast, again, is between life and death. God gives life, but when man sins, it brings about death. So Adam and Eve are going to experience death, and every child of Adam and Eve are also going to experience death. Well, then, what hope is there for us if we, if we all have this destiny of death? Well, the Bible tells us that God had a plan for all that. It's part of his big plan of salvation. In Isaiah, it talks about a resurrection, about people coming alive, coming out of their graves. In Daniel chapter 12, verse 2, it talks about the end times and what was going to happen at the end times. Many who sleep in the dust of the earth are going to come back to life, it says, some to everlasting life, some to condemnation. That's Daniel 12, verse 2. All right, let me let me just stop for you for a second. Uh, my name's Mac McCoy. We've got uh, my co-host, uh, Pastor Delmar Austin, with us today. And um, we're going to come back in just a little bit and continue to talk about this here live on The View from a Pew. Thanks for listening. Find truth, Christian store, where you'll find-